0: This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning under an overcast sky. 41 degrees at the KVOM studios on this Friday, the first day of March, 2024. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. We had some rain last night. There was something frozen in that rain, whether it was sleet or freezing rain. I was out in it. But that is behind us now. We'll have partly sunny skies today, a high in the upper 50s. It'll clear up. Tonight, during the evening, then overnight, clouding back up. Our low down to 36. Those clouds are gone on Saturday. We'll have sunny skies, a high of 72 with gusty winds. Saturday night, partly cloudy, 51. For Sunday, sunshine with a high of 78. And then rain moves back in the forecast on Monday. Possibly some thunderstorms as we'll have a high in the mid-70s. Right now, it's overcast and 41 at the KVOM studios, and let's take a moment and congratulate our employee of the day, Courtney Hill at Centennial Bank, as well as our February employee of the month, Michelle Ruiz at Beginnings Preschool. Obituaries this morning, Paul Brian Dixon, age 57, of Morleton, died on Monday, February 26th. A graveside service will be tomorrow morning at 10 at Plummerville Cemetery with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Cora Jane Huey Gray, age 87 of Morlton died on Wednesday, February 28. She was retired from Kimberly Clark of Conway and is survived by six children, Patsy May of Morlton, Vicky Romine of Valonia, Jimmy Gray of Washington, Stephen Gray of Morlton, and Sharon Jones of Beebe, one brother, 12 grandchildren, 14 great-grandchildren, and ten great-great-grandchildren. The funeral service for Cora Jane Huey Gray will be Saturday, March 2nd, 2 o'clock p.m. at the Harris Chapel with Pastor Neil Jones officiating. Burial will be at Plumerville Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Morlton The family will receive friends one hour prior to service time at the funeral home. Carolyn Yarbrough, age 84, died on Sunday, February 25th. A memorial service will be held at a later date with burial at Ada Valley Cemetery and arrangements by Rosewood Cremation and Funeral of Morlton The time now is 7.33 and let's turn to news this morning. Community actors from across the region will take the stage at the Rialto Theater in downtown Moralton tonight for the first of three public performances of their main stage production of Broadway on Broadway. Director and cast member Shane Bowen explains the show will include a variety of family favorites and Broadway classics.
1: It's a cast of 11. If you saw Into the Woods, there's a couple familiar faces there, but we also have some new talent that's come in. To join us and we're just having a great time uh, we want everybody else to come out and have a great time with us you're gonna hear songs uh, from traditional Broadway musicals and then we have some new ones so it's past present and future that we're doing some songs from there and uh, this group has all come together we have cast from Russellville to Little Rock and we're just having a good time
0: Show times are at 7 o'clock tonight and tomorrow night and 3 p.m. on Sunday general admission tickets are $15 and may be purchased online at RialtoMoralton.com. Moralton City Council member Richard DeLuca has announced his intentions to seek re-election to his Ward 3, Position 1 seat on the council. DeLuca is currently in his first term on the City Council, having first been elected in 2022. DeLuca would like to thank the public for the opportunity and trust given to him to serve on the council, and he'd like to ask the public for their continued support as he seeks election to another term. 7.35, it's overcast in 41 at the KVOM studios. Today's high 58 with partly sunny skies. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment.
2: Daddy Jean State
0: Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 736, overcast in 41 at the KVOM Studios. Daffodils are in bloom on Y Mountain as the 46th annual Y Mountain Daffodil Festival gets underway this weekend at the Y Mountain Community Church. The festival, located on the fields next to the church on Highway 113 near Bigelow, will be open daily from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., beginning tomorrow and continuing through Sunday, March 10th. Picking of flowers is only allowed on the last two days of the festival, but a limited number of daffodil bulbs will be available to purchase on a first-come, first-served basis. Food trucks and craft vendors will be open on the weekends, while the church soup and concession stand will operate on weekdays. Admission and parking are free for the festival, but donations to the church will be accepted. A young entrepreneur in Morrilton says she's doing what she loves in the city she loves. Megan West opened Pink Flamingo Tattoo in June on her own and recently added two more artists to her staff. She's since joined the Morrilton area Chamber of Commerce and the chamber held a ribbon cutting ceremony for her business on Thursday. She says as someone who grew up in Morrilton and went to Morrilton High School, she's happy to be able to earn a living as an artist here.
1: I just love being here. This spot is so nice. It's been so uh, amazing. Being in this area and seeing what Morrillton has to offer me, as far as tattoos go, you know, I never thought that in Morlton we would be this busy, but yeah. I have been so busy. I'm booked for several months now, and these girls, that's what I want for them. So I'm trying to bring in as many people as I can to get them just as busy as I am, and I appreciate you all coming out to have a look and see. Um, we love it here. We absolutely love it.
0: The other two artists at the location are Erica Lambert and Cody Everidge. All three are licensed, as is the studio, and they offer permanent cosmetics and tattoo removal services as well. Pink Flamingo Tattoo is located at 315 East Commerce Street, Suite B in Moralton, next door to Clover Alley. They share an entrance with Warman Farms Beef. They are open Tuesdays through Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. by appointment only, although they occasionally have a flash sale where they will accept walk-ins. They may be reached via text at 501 436 9358 Severe Weather Awareness Week sponsored by the National Weather Service and the Arkansas Department of Emergency Management continues today with an emphasis on understanding the difference between weather watches and weather warnings. Surrounding an event featuring severe thunderstorms, watches and warnings are issued to help you to prepare for the elements. When conditions are favorable for severe storms, a watch is issued by the Storm Prediction Center in Norman, Oklahoma. Watches often encompass a large area, sometimes several states, and are valid for roughly six hours. When storms develop and are classified as severe, warnings are issued by your local National Weather Service Forecast Office. Warnings are posted for one or more counties and are valid for an hour or less. Dennis Cavanaugh with the Weather Service Office in Little Rock notes, the thing to remember is that when a watch is in place, severe storms might happen, but when warnings are in place, Severe storms are happening.
2: Watches just tell you that the the ingredients, the the atmosphere is ripe, it can produce severe weather in any given at any given time, you know, if you're in a watch, uh, but a warning means that you're in the direct path of severe weather. Uh, so a watch means be prepared, and a warning means you have to take action now.
0: Cavanaugh says the safest place to be during a severe thunderstorm is a safe room or basement. If these are not available, he says you should go to an interior room on the lowest floor of a house or building and put as many walls between you and the outdoors as possible. Now 7.40, let's check markets with Kirsten Craddy of Edward Jones in downtown Morleton.
1: On Wall Street, stocks moved higher on Thursday, responding favorably to a heavy batch of economic data, including a fresh read on inflation. In addition, while markets hadn't started to worry dramatically over this week's budget deadline, a report late yesterday indicating that lawmakers reached an agreement to push pushbacks to funding deadlines and avert a government shutdown also likely offered a little help to the makers' mood. There was not a lot of action in the bond market, with longer-term Treasury yields little changed, though shorter, shorter-term rates declined, which in our view reflects Thursday's inflation data and the bit of additional flexibility it offers the Fed around the year's outlook for rate cuts. Looking across markets, global equities finished somewhat mixed, as did commodities, with gold closing up while crude oil prices declined, despite an expectation for extended production cuts from OPEC. The Dow closed at 38,996 and was up 47 points. NASDAQ closed at 16,091 and was up 144 points. Volume was heavy as 1 million shares traded hands on the big board. AT&T was down 3 cents at $16.93. Bank of America was up 45 cents at $34.52. Darren Company was up 24 cents at $365.05. Energy Corporation was up $1 at $101.57. Under Armour was down $0.07 at $8.54. Simmons Bank was up $0.26 at $19.20. Regions Financial was up $0.30 at $18.63. Southwestern Energy was up $0.06 at $6.97. Tyson's Food was up $0.84 at $54.24. Walmart was down. $1.01 $1.01 at $58.61. Live ramp was down $0.27 cents at $34.98. Interpublic Group was down $0.01 cent at $31.40. Nextera Energy was up $0.51 cents at $55.19. Natural Gas was down $0.36 cents at $1.84. Precious metals were higher today with gold being up $9.60 at $2,052.30 and silver was up $0.24 cents at $22.88. I'm Kirsten Craddy with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, downtown
0: Morrilton. On our community calendar, the Morrilton City Council Budget Committee will meet today at noon at City Hall. Riverview Baptist Christian School in Apollo will host a country supper today, 4.30 to 7 p.m. in the school cafeteria. The menu includes brown beans, white beans, fried potatoes, cabbage, cornbread, dessert and drink, and the cost is a donation to the school. Carryouts are available, and you can place an order in advance by calling 501-215-1752. Pettyjean State Park is celebrating Archaeology Month Saturday with programs that allow guests to spend the day discovering the archaeological treasures of Pettyjean Mountain including the authentic American Indian pictographs of Rock House Cave. Admissions free. You can contact the park for more information. EAA Chapter 1590 in Moralton invites aviation enthusiasts of all ages to their monthly breakfast, Saturday starting at 9 a.m. in the Big Blue Hangar at the Moralton Municipal Airport. The breakfast is by donation. You do not need to be a member to attend. The Wonderview Trap Team is sponsoring a cornhole tournament. Saturday at noon at the Wonderview High School gym, There are competitive and backyard divisions, and the entry fee is $50 per team. You can pay in advance at the Wonderview Elementary office or pay upon arrival. Cash prizes and trophy boards will be awarded for the first, second, and third place teams. And the Downtown Church of Christ in Moralton is hosting a four-day gospel meeting Sunday through Wednesday. The guest speaker will be Phil Sanders of Edmond, Oklahoma, host of the nationally televised program In Search of the Lord's Way. Sunday worship service starts at 9 a.m. with Bible study at 10 and a potluck at noon. Nightly services are at 7 o'clock with dinner served at 6 p.m. Monday through Wednesday. Well, I know you get a lot of requests each day to download apps to your phone. That's some valuable real estate there, isn't it? So hopefully the apps that you download are bringing you some value and, well, aren't spying on you. Well, here's one that checks both of those boxes, the EAB Media app. It's one place where you can find great radio stations from around the state including this one along with links to video streams of Friday night football and great podcasts like the KVOM Newswatch podcast which is published each weekday and brought to you by Petigain State Bank download the EAB Media app today from the App Store or Google Play Now 7:45 overcast and 41 at the KVOM studios Coming up on Close Up, we'll visit with our friend Alicia Hugan from the Conway County Extension Service. Eric Tyler's up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. KVM's
2: newswatch with Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Second Hearts Senior Girls basketball season came to an end Thursday with a 39-34 loss to Emerson in the first round of the Class 1A state tournament at North Arkansas College in Harrison. Seniors Emily Shepp and Callie Gottsponer scored eight points apiece for the Lady Knights who had a 33-30 lead early in the fourth quarter but got outscored 9-1 to over the final seven minutes. Sigh Hart finishes the season with a record of 23-9. and Two teams from Conway County are still alive in the state tournament and will be in action today. Wonderview's girls play Concord in the quarterfinal round of the Class 1A tournament in Harrison at 1 p.m. Marlton's girls play Pulaski Academy at 4 o'clock in the quarterfinals of the Class 4A tournament in Farmington. And we will have the broadcast of both of those games for you live here on 101.7 KVOM, online at kvom.com and on the EAB Media app. Bigelow's boys were also in action today. The Panthers play Ford Ice at 2.30 p.m. in the quarterfinals of the Class 2A tournament in Mansfield. The Marlton High School baseball team used a late-inning rally to pick up its third consecutive win, 5-2 over Payneburn, on Thursday in Marlton. Devil Dogs play host to Fort Smith Northside today at 4.30 p.m. at Devil Dog Yard. Marlton High School softball team opened its season with an 11-0 loss to Mayflower on Thursday afternoon at Devil Dog Yard. Devil Hugs played Greenbrier in a tournament at Sylvan Hills today at 5 o'clock. Marlton High School soccer teams split their games with Batesville Southside on Thursday. The girls team won 1-0 to improve to 2-0 on the season. The boys team lost 4-2, dropping their record to 2-1. Marlton is scheduled to open conference play on Tuesday against Arkadelphia. After dropping their season opener to Dover, in dover and wednesday neville vista baseball team scheduled to host dover today in center egg first pick at 4 30 p.m the arkansas women's basketball team was defeated by number one south carolina 98 to 61 on thursday night in fayetteville the fifth loss in their last six games drops Razorbacks to six and nine in southeastern conference play they'll finish regular season play at old miss on sunday the Arkansas men's basketball team plays at Kentucky on Saturday. Tip-off from Rupp Arena slated for 12.30 p.m. The 16th-ranked Arkansas softball team open play in the Wu Pig Classic at Bogle Park with a 4-3 win over South Dakota State on Thursday. The 14-3 Razorbacks play Southeast Missouri State and Florida Atlantic in that event today. The Arkansas baseball team hosts Murray State for a three-game series this weekend at Walker Stadium. Today's game starts at 3 p.m. The Central Baptist College men's basketball team dominated UHSP 112 to 66 last night. Marlton's Devin Foster had four points, three rebounds, and two assists in that game for the Mustangs. Ten minutes in front of 8 o'clock now on KVOM as we take a look at weather. And currently in Marlton, humidity is at 100% with calm winds, barometric pressure 30.16 inches. Low temperature this morning, 39 degrees. High yesterday, 53. A year ago today, the low was 40. The high was 79. 16, 100. As the rain fell at the KVM Studios, last 24 hours total for the year, 10.7 inches. Sunset this evening, 6.06. Sunrise tomorrow morning, 6.39. And forecast calling for partly sunny skies today. Afternoon high near 58 degrees. Partly cloudy tonight with a low around 36. And then warmer for the weekend, mostly sunny with a high of 72 on Saturday than upper 70s on Sunday. And we'll see chance of rain, pretty good chance it looks like, returning on Monday. Right now, overcast conditions, 41 degrees in Marlton at 751 on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment. Daddy Jean State Bank.
0: Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Five minutes in front of 8 o'clock now on KVOM
2: on our close up interview this morning. We're joined in the studio by Alicia Hugan with the Conway County Extension Service. Good morning, Alicia. Good morning. And it's been a little bit of a busy time for you. You and, uh, I guess, you and Shannon went up to Nemo Vista. A little uh, what, financial management class or something?
3: That's right. Yes. Shannon hosted the Get Real Here's the Deal program for the Nemo Vista Facts classes. And that is a such a wonderful program for um, high school students to go through. So um, with that program, the students are assigned a family. So you might be single, you might be divorced, you might have two kids, you might have zero kids, and then you're also assigned an occupation. Then they have to go through all these different stations. Um, You have to either buy a house, or rent and then you have to get insurance same thing with a vehicle you have to get a vehicle that will you know accommodate your family needs and then it just goes from there to the grocery store to pay your bills um, clothing basic household goods all those kind of things so again it's such a wonderful program for these kids to to go through to kind of get an idea as to you know what what it's like to be an adult (laughs) and um, you know those struggles and you know maybe some great things happen you know it just kind of depends so Anyways, it's just a great teaching opportunity for them. And then Miss Shannon taught them how to, you know, not only balance their checkbook but how to write a check as well. So again, it was just a great fun program for, you know, these kiddos to get some, you know, life skills under their belt and be able to, you know, face their future in a couple of years. Yep,
2: absolutely. And uh, turn gears to the four eight. Program have, what, Talent competition tomorrow?
3: Yes. R- yes. Tomorrow morning at UACCM, the Fine Arts Auditorium, we're going to be hosting the 4-H talent competition. So we have 4-Hers registered in the vocal division, dance, and instrumental. So we're looking forward to that event tomorrow to kick off our competitions for the year.
2: All right. And there will be uh, a lot of those uh, moving on for over the next uh, few months or so. That's
3: right. So, that's right.
2: And do you have uh, poultry chain we've been talking about that those orders are coming due soon yes
3: yes um i would like to have everyone's order by today if at all possible so i can start getting that order ready to be submitted so yes poultry chain that's always a really big project for our 4-h and ffa members here in conway county we're super excited this year that we're going back to the brown layers uh, the brown hens with the brown eggs that's what everyone seems to truly enjoy and they're just some great birds so again we're excited to have the brown birds back this year and and, again, um, any 4-H or FFA member out there listening or parents that are listening, give me a call or shoot me a text today so I can get you on the list.
2: All right. I'm talking with Alicia, Alicia Huguen, Common Extinction Service. And we have another pesticide applicator training that's coming up.
3: right we're wrapping up our pesticide applicator trainings for the year um, on Tuesday which will be March the 5th that will be also at UACCM at the Workforce Training Center we will begin at six o'clock so if anyone is out there that either needs to get their license or their license is expiring this year be there a few minutes early so we can get you registered there is a $20 fee for that class so again next Tuesday March the 5th at six o'clock at UACCM.
2: All right, so we've covered something under your... uh uh, under your area shannon's and and kevin's oh, yeah. this morning so get, get everyone uh, covered Any, anything yes. else though
3: um we have several different things coming up this month um because today is march this uh, this whole year has just seemed to fly by and i know it's only march but um so anyways this month we're going to have several different things um we're looking forward to seeing some things um in the forge newsletter with different competitions and um we're doing some different things during spring break so i'll be getting all that information out to you guys soon
2: Alright, sounds good. Thank you so much. Again, Alicia Hugan, with the Comic County Extinction Service and 4 Thank you so much. Thank you. 759 now on KVOM. You've been listening to
0: KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast
2: edition.